Uncover and Elevate is the next evolution of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and after coaching hundreds of clients, I am unapologetically clear on this. People pleasing is a symptom with a deeper cause. Being in a toxic relationship or career and feeling trapped has a deeper cause. Avoiding difficult conversations has a deeper cause. Self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, confusion, feeling insecure, all have a deeper cause. In Uncover and Elevate, we are going to look under the hood every week to uncover what the deeper causes are that shape our lives, including the ones that make breaking a pattern, even one we want to break, so hard. Then we will elevate our lives with tools designed to transform those deeper causes and deal with the symptoms. Join me each week as we uncover and elevate our lives. And now, here's this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Why is it so freaking hard to feel worthy sometimes? I want you to really think about whether or not you feel worthy in every area of your life. Now, the interesting thing is we can feel worthy in certain aspects of our lives and not in others. So maybe when you saw the title of this podcast, you were like, yes, I know it's hard for me to feel worthy. Or maybe you're like, eh, I'm not even sure. I think I feel worthy. I know I used to have a story. I told myself that the issues I was having say in romance or financially or whatever had nothing to do with worthiness. I would have friends that were like, would you feel like you're just, it's just not, you know, you're not worthy of a great partner. Cause I've had three uh, long-term relationships that, you know, weren't not good for me. They were emotionally abusive (laughs) lasting for various number of years, but Uh, so, you know, I I would have girlfriends be like, well, maybe you don't feel like you're worthy of a really great guy, whatever. Maybe you're not worthy of financial wealth or, you know, whatever. And I always would respond, no, that's not true. Like I, this is not about worthiness. I feel worthy of those things. Well, so here's the first thing I want to share with you about this concept of how whether or not we feel worthy and why it's so hard because there's a difference between what your conscious mind is thinking like my kind of intellectual I guess you know maybe is a way to say it but it's definitely the conscious mind where I'm thinking oh do I not feel worthy of a loving partner do I not feel worthy of wealth no 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 That makes no sense to me. That's not true. That's not it. But subconsciously, I had many, many messages that were given to me through my religious upbringing, my family, and culture at large that repeatedly demonstrated to me or, you know, told me through these messages that I was not worthy, that I should be happy with whatever I get. And so all those messages of unworthiness did get, you know, sort of like embedded in that subconscious part of my mind. Well, our subconscious mind is about 90, some even say 95% 
of what we're thinking and feeling. Our conscious mind is only the other five or 10%. And, and our what's in our subconscious mind versus our conscious mind can be completely incongruent. So even though you've got, let's just say, let's keep the percentages even or easy, um, 90% in that subconscious mind that is telling you you're not worthy, when you go to say it out loud and bring it up to your conscious mind, it doesn't feel congruent. It doesn't, it's like, oh no, that can't be true because you just like intellectually know that can't be the case. And so this is actually kind of a sticking point for a lot of people in their journey, because it's easy then, like I did, to dismiss it and say, well, I'm, I'm not even going to work on worthiness because I don't think that that's not the issue in my mind. I don't intellectually, consciously believe it, so it can't be true. But in truth, what is happening is those subconscious beliefs, as crazy as they may seem or sound to our conscious mind, right? Like when we say it out loud, they are still driving us. So an example um, without a lot of specificity as far as the story, because this is a client's story. And so that's confidential. But I had a client just the other day that we were talking about this. And as soon as she started to say what she was feeling unconsciously out loud. So in her subconscious, she realized through our session that she was holding a belief. And as soon as she started to say it out loud, she was like, but I, that's crazy. I don't believe that. That's not true. Because intellectually, consciously, she didn't believe it. But subconsciously, that belief had taken root. So it's almost like, you know, we'll use the root uh, metaphor. So it's almost like it's growing underground and you can't see it. So like, I don't know, maybe we think about a carrot. I'm not a great gardener. So it's a funny metaphor for me to use, but okay. When you see those leaves on the top of a carrot, what's above ground. So that would be our conscious mind. Unless you know your veggies, you don't know that underneath the ground is something completely different, right? You've got these little sprigs of green, you know, leafy things, however you want to describe that top of a carrot. And that looks one way, but under the surface is this big orange thing, you know, driving itself down into the earth. So it looks completely different. When you pull it out of the ground, it looks completely different. So if we were just looking at the top green part, it would be like, well, no, I'm not orange and long and skinny. I'm green and fluffy and have, you know, little leaves. But the truth is you're orange, you're a carrot under there. And so for years, I was like, nope, worthiness isn't my issue. Like whatever, I have plenty of issues and I worked plenty of stuff out through therapy and coaching and whatever, but worthiness isn't one of them. Well, fast forward in my trajectory of my life to about four years ago, when I started having just really intense um, financial and professional struggles. That was when, if some of you have seen the video I included in the episode, a couple episodes ago, um, about my story of when I was homeless, that was so intensely painful to me for such a long period of time because it didn't resolve itself really quickly. I didn't have a home for like two and a half years. I realized in that, that it really was worthiness that like, as I peeled back the layers of 
well, why, why is this, why is the abundance issue, we'll just call it, <laughs> why is it such a problem for me? Why is it so hard for me? Why am I continuing to struggle with this off and on in my life? Because my financial life is just like a total roller coaster, <laughs> lots of highs and quite a few lows. And, you know, there's just no stability there really long-term. And so it's easy for me to see that obviously I have some kind of an internal issue that is driving that challenge off and on. And so when it was so bad for so long and because I am who I am, and when I know something is in my way, like I am like a dog on a bone, I'm not going to quit until I get it, you know? And so I kept digging and digging. And then I realized I had all these messages from my family and a lot of religious stuff that in my conscious mind, I don't believe I would have said, I don't believe any of those things anymore. And yet when things were really horrible, I could feel them. I could hear those messages. And so I knew they were still there and they were impacting me, even though on another level, sort of consciously, intellectually, I didn't believe it. So things like for worthiness, because it's such a tricky one for all of us, the messages I got from the church about, you know, original sin. So there's something wrong with me the minute I'm born. So that doesn't sound very worthy, you know, that I go to hell unless I take these steps to, you know, in my version of religion, ask Jesus into my heart. Well, so then I'm not worthy. I'm, I'm worthy of hell unless I go do something else to create, you know, like this intervention kind of a concept. Well, all those things obviously create, and I heard those messages from the minute I was born, this sense of I am not worthy in and of myself. I am not worthy. I have to have this relationship with God, get saved, you know, be born again. Oh, then I'm worthy supposedly, but then there's so many other messages counter to worthiness in all of that too. So um, there can be, and then, you know, really I got them, you get, if you're, unless you're a white man, you're going to get them from a patriarchal society that you were just not worthy or as worthy as something else. So the other thing about worthiness, it's not exactly just like an all on, all off. I totally feel worthy. I don't feel worthy at all. It is more of a spectrum you know, you might have some sense of worthiness, but not a lot, or you may have a whole lot and not, you know, in one area and not another. So it's more fluid than maybe you might be accustomed to thinking about it, or that's my experience with it. And with clients is that, you know, there's a range of worthiness where I'm starting to feel worthy, but then if a certain type of challenge comes into me, I lose it again and I don't feel worthy again. So don't, you know, think of it as all on, all off sort of a thing. So, and think about the different area of your life, areas of your life. So you can have certain areas where you're just thriving probably all the time with a fair amount of ease. And that's because you have this innate, again, subconscious, so you don't even have to go find it with your, you know, conscious mind, you already have a built-in sense of worthiness. Well, the same thing happens when we have a built-in sense of unworthiness. We don't even have to go to our conscious mind. It's already operating. The things in our subconscious are operating all the time. And obviously at 90% of what we're thinking and feeling being in our subconscious, coming from our subconscious, 
it is the primary motivator for us. And so having that ability to really look deeply within and find those messages. And this is part of the reason why this kind of work is so much easier to do with a coach or a therapist than by yourself, because you can't see your subconscious. That's why it's called your subconscious, right? Because it's not really available to you. But another person, especially if they're trained properly, um, can see it. So I am often picking up on the subconscious thoughts and feelings of clients before they are aware of them. And then I can mirror it back to them. If this feels like, you know, for instance, I could say after I hear a story about something, this feels like a sense of unworthiness. And often they will be caught off guard and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, like that really resonates. I would have never thought of that because again, in that sort of conscious intellectual part of their mind, they would never say to themselves out loud, you are not worthy, you know, but here's what we do get. It's where the, these other thoughts come up. Like you're not good enough. It's too late. You always make those mistakes. You're ruining this. Like all those things come out of a sense of unworthiness too, because when we are anchored in our sense of worthiness and we make a mistake or do something quote unquote wrong, it's okay because out of worthiness and love, we can own a sense of regret or remorse or just sort of lesson learned of doing something that doesn't serve us or doing something that maybe hurts somebody else and we didn't intend for it to or something like that. We can own that. But when you're in love, you can just own that. It doesn't need guilt. It doesn't need judgment. It doesn't need any of those things. When we're in our sense of unworthiness, that's when the inner critic comes in and starts judging us and beating up on us and we get condemning and we feel like we're going to be punished or we're sure we have been punished. And all those things are connected to this sense of unworthiness because feeling worthy doesn't make us just think we're entitled to do whatever the hell we want with no repercussions, right? Feeling worthy is different. Feeling worthy is simply, I am. I am worthy of all good things simply because I was born, I'm here, I exist. I am a unique expression of the divine. There's no one like me ever has been before. I never will be again. And I am worthy. And when I take a misstep, I can own that and then move forward, right? Learn the lesson if that's applicable or apologize if need to or whatever. I can just own it and move on. There's no inner critic for me. There's no judgment. They're simply in love and worthiness. I know I'm human and I will make mistakes and I will do things that, you know, if given a second chance, I would do them differently, whatever. All that's part of the human condition. So I'm not going to judge myself for that. I'm not going to punish myself for that. I'm not going to feel guilty for that. It's just part of the equation. And so I'm going to own it. I'm going to own what I want to do better. And I don't need an inner critic. I don't need that kind of punishment that is driven actually by that sense of unworthiness. So that's one way I would love for you to think about it as far as like what areas of your life might you be more impacted by a sense of unworthiness. Look at where your inner critic 
is really strong. Wherever you have a strong inner critic, you're going to have a strong sense of unworthiness underneath that. Um, and same thing with like imposter syndrome, that kind of thing. That's that inner critic that's telling you you're not good enough that, you know, you can't really do this job. You're, you know, you're faking it. Somebody's going to find out if they see how much you don't know, you're, you know, everybody's going to laugh at you. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to be fired, whatever it is. All those things come out of a sense of unworthiness because if I felt worthy deep in my core, I wouldn't be having those other thoughts. So we are deeply impacted by our culture, by our families, by religion, in this sense of unworthiness. So I'll just encourage you to find those little thoughts that come up and you may have to go a little bit deep or think about a time when things were bad for a long time. What were you saying to yourself? You know, all that negativity is coming out of that sense of unworthiness because when we feel worthy, that's just, that criticism isn't how we course correct, so to speak, for our life. It's not how we decide, oh, okay, that didn't serve me. I'm going to do something different. It has a totally different feeling when it's coming out of love and worthiness. So how do we cultivate worthiness? Um, one of the examples or um, tools that I want to give you is the idea of find what when you find this an area that you're not feeling worthy in like let's go back to romantic relationships okay men women whatever whatever kind of romantic relationships you like to have um if you're feeling unworthy in that like i'm expecting too much i'm you know don't deserve to be adored or treated really beautifully and that's not that may not be how the words come out because sometimes this is one of those things that happens in a session is a client will start to say something about um well i deserve his emotional abuse because i pissed him off and so Find an area like that where you're tolerating some sort of bad behavior or you're blaming yourself for something that's not going right and turn it to as if it's a story from a friend or someone you really care about. So when I would say to a client who's like, well, I pissed him off, you know, so yeah, he was emotionally abusive, lost his temper more than he should have. But I started it by doing this thing. Then look at that story as if someone else was telling it to you. So when, when I had that ha something similar to that happen in a session, I said, oh, okay. So if I came to you, we're having a glass of wine after work one day. And I say, yeah, you know, my guy was really abusive, but I pissed him on it. And the client was like, oh, no, wait a minute. You know, if it was you, I wouldn't say that at all. I would say, well, you didn't deserve that no matter what you did and blah, blah, blah. You know, and so usually when we have these situations where we're being critical and judgmental and attacking really our own sense of worth because of this deeply embedded sort of pre-programming to attack that sense of worth, then 
we, it, it makes all kinds of sense inside our own heads, right? But if it was a friend saying it to us, the exact same things were going on in their life, uh, almost never will we have that same level of judgment and feeling that they are not worthy. You're right. You're not worthy of being treated well, but not when you piss somebody off, you know? So if you will just take your story and imagine it's a friend telling you the same story, I bet you will feel right away how you respond to them differently. It is that idea that, you know, we, if we would just treat ourselves the way we treat our best friend, we would all be better off because we're all so much more gracious to our best friend than we are to ourselves. So give that a try. I am going to host a worthiness workshop. So uh, the link should be in the call in the show notes here as I'm actually recording this today. I don't have the links yet. I haven't worked all those details out, but by the time this episode publishes, I'll have it. So I'll add it to the show notes. I'm going to do a really great workshop on worthiness, more ways to identify it, more ways to cultivate it, more ways to understand how it's impacting your life. And then I'm going to do a VIP session right afterwards. So this will be all on Zoom. So we'll do the regular workshop. That's going to be $47. And then everybody who wants to stay upgrade to VIP, they will stay with me for another hour for questions and group coaching. So that's going to be a really powerful hour um, and well worth the $97 for the VIP level. So I'll have a registration page. Again, I'll put that in the show notes. You'll find it on Instagram. If you go to the link in my bio, um, Brenda Florida Coach is who I am on Instagram. You know, you'll see it there. You can get it in the show notes here, whatever feels easier to you. And I will love to have you at this workshop. It's going to be a really dynamic hour or two hours, whichever gift you decide to give yourself. And it's going to really help you take this concept and your own inner feeling of worthiness to the next level and beyond. So thank you for joining me for this episode of Uncover and Elevate, because there is nothing more important and more central to your ability to elevate your life than your ability to cultivate that sense of inner worthiness, that no matter what you are worthy. And that is the truth. The truth is worthiness is your birthright. You don't have to do anything for it. There's no circumstance in your life, no matter how challenging it is, that is trying to tell you, you are not worthy. That is a lie from our culture, from your own inner programming. You are worthy of your own desires. And that sense of unworthiness in our subconscious is what will separate us from those desires. So your birthright is a deep sense of worthiness that allows you to pursue the desires of your heart and to know that you're never asking too much or um, wanting too much out of your life. We were made for more. And that sense of unworthiness is part of what keeps us from it, what separates us, what becomes the block. So 
I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I can't wait to see you in the workshop. Let me know if you need a hand with any of this. Again, a lot of it is deeply subconscious. It's hard work to do alone, which is why I want to do this workshop. And if you want to book a 15-minute call, we will um, talk about coaching together because this is the kind of work when I was stuck in it, when I realized even though I was homeless and broke as obviously broke could be, I found ways to get a session, you know, with a coach. Um, of course, I'm lucky enough to have some friends that were coaches. So sometimes I trade or I traded services for something. Um, sometimes I even did admin work for a coach or something so I could get a couple, you know, work off a few sessions because I knew even though I'm trained to do this, diving into my own subconscious, I need help too. I need somebody to help me see what I can't see. And that's what I'm here for, for you. So I love you. And I will see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Check out the show notes for tons of great information and resources. Like if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast so we can uncover and elevate an issue in your life, just complete the form in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach. You can work with me one-on-one -on -one or get additional information about one of my group or private retreats by completing the form in the show notes. And I would love it if you would share this episode on social and tag me. I'd also love for you to post a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. It makes such a big difference and will help others find the show. And I'll be incredibly grateful. This is Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'll see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate.